how quickly is change possible? When we want to change, it's a very fair question to ask, how quickly can I change? So as therapists, of course, we're asked this regularly and you know, we ask ourselves this, I think, any time that we, we have a goal we want to reach, you know, how, how quickly can we change? You know, is the answer instantly or at least very quickly? Is it uh, it's going to take time or, or, or is it never? Maybe I can't change at all. So as with a lot of these types of questions, how long is a piece of string? As with a lot of these questions, the answer, I think, is a combination. And of course, it does depend on what we're talking about. Um, but very often it is a combination. And if you think about, let's use another example of behavioral change outside of personal development or outside of therapy. Some of the most skilled psychologists in the world, my colleagues who have taken a slightly different path, are the people who work in marketing and advertising. So that's also a form of behavioral change. And it actually has a surprising amount in common with therapy. Now, people think of it as being a rather different thing. But if you think about good therapy, particularly applied therapies of the form I'm interested in, they are all about creating behavioral change and advertising and marketing of course is all about that too and they study very carefully how to stir emotions how to create associations how to condition and essentially change habits now, they're doing it for different reasons of course usually the idea is to sell you a product whereas when you're working with a therapist the idea is you come with your own product that you want to sell yourself in other words, you have a, a goal or process or something that you want to reinforce as part of your day-to-day -day life. So very, very different in that respect. But some of the technology and a lot of the research is very similar, which is kind of interesting. So if you were to substitute creating change in terms of changing a habit, if you were to substitute that with advertising and marketing and you know how quickly could you influence a person to buy a product, well, you could see that there are, there are a few variables there. Sometimes you could do it absolutely instantly. You know, imagine you're in the middle of a, a hot desert somewhere and there's a very thirsty person there. They've got plenty of money, but they have no water. How much work are you going to need to put into your advertising campaign for a cold drink of water? You know, how many hours you're going to need to spend trying to craft that ad? How many focus groups are you going to need to put that ad in front of to, to fine-tune it? How many slots are you going to need to book on radio and television or cinema? How many bus shelters? How many billboards? How many times will they need to see that advertisement before they go, yeah, you know, I might give that brand of water a try. <laughs> you're clearly not going to put any work in whatsoever. You're simply going to take it out. You're not going to even need to say anything about it. And they're going to be trying to grab it from you. And they'll probably give you whatever you're asking. So this is, is the point, I suppose. Sometimes from the point of view of behavioral change, we're just ready to go, I suppose, when it comes to change. And sometimes all the therapeutic process is, is sort of then facilitating that, just getting from point A to point B or maybe on to point C and putting a bit of plan of action there. And sometimes it literally does happen instantly. Sometimes by the time a person has booked a session, they're kind of already at that point where they're ready to change. And then, as I say, there's a bit of project management involved too. Just make sure that they're approaching it sustainably because sometimes actually being ready to change can backfire because you kind of go, okay, I'm there, but then you skip some of the steps that make it actually a permanent change. 
We don't want just a quick fix. We want something that actually lasts. Uh, so it, it's looking at it in that way and making sure that the, uh, the the main aspects and the main considerations have been considered so you can actually make a decent, meaningful change. Now, other things can't change. You know, when people come to do therapeutic work, sometimes they have a diagnosis, which, you know, there, there's no known way to actually change. And they're just seeking to actually manage that and work with it better. Sometimes they're trying to come to terms with a challenge that's happened in their life. And, you know, there's not a goal that means that that's removed from their life or their experience. But the goal is something different. It's to come to terms with something, to make sense of something. Maybe not to be overly defined by something that we don't have direct control over. So, you know, it's not necessarily clear what change means. Uh, just, just in a general sense, it's going to depend on, on, on what's happening. Now, much of the time, it's somewhere a bit in the middle, whereby kind of like physiotherapy, if you decide you want to get fitter and you want to develop certain muscle tone or to phrase it negatively, if you have a pain that you want to remove, so psychologically, if there's a, you know, a pattern of thinking that you want rid of essentially that's causing you problems. In physiotherapy, of course, it's not that you can just click the fingers and that's gone. However, you know, it's not magic like that, but it still can be pretty magical, the effects that come from it, because by tracing that pain or that pattern of thinking kind of back to its root cause, which doesn't just mean the past, it means patterns of thinking in the present or environmental reasons which lead to that continuing and persisting. When you start to, to look at those underlying factors and create changes in those levels, then a lot can happen symptomatically. There can be those shifts. So like in physio, you know, your, your, your pain maybe is there in the shoulder, but then the physiotherapist says, well, you know, adjust the posture a little bit and lift a little bit differently. And all of a sudden, all of that isn't putting strain on that part anymore, and you start to feel a whole lot better. So sometimes there's a bit of time needed just to practice that, because if you make that change and you feel better, okay, but then maybe you work in a warehouse, so you need to practice that in the context of your work. And they'll probably do it a bit in the session, and then you'll practice it a bit in work, and then you'll bring your feedback back to the session, something along those lines. So something very similar, I think, is true psychologically, that you know there's a little bit of a process involved in that, but much of the process isn't happening in the therapy room. Now, that will vary a bit between therapies, but much of the time, it's not happening in the therapy room. There's fabulous work happening, potentially, in the therapy room, but then you're bringing that out into the world, you're practicing it, you're getting feedback, you're noticing what's working well, but you're also noticing where any challenges are and you're further calibrating it. So I think thinking of it in that way is, uh, is helpful, that you can use goals to help clarify what the process is, but then engaging in the process really is probably the most important part of it. Sometimes what happens is we get so hung up on removing a symptom or achieving a goal that we're kind of skipping the process that will get you there. So again, therapy isn't magic. It's magical, some people say, because it's it's fabulous to see great shifts happen, and they definitely do happen. However, those tend to be the outcomes, the apples on the trees that grow when you take good care of the trees through the year, even when they aren't producing apples. Sometimes that happens rather quickly, and sometimes it takes a bit more time. But in a way, just like some people enjoy physical fitness, and they do almost physiotherapy, 
even when there isn't an ailment as such. In a way, I think that's just a good way to think about personal development. It's useful to certainly be motivated by having a symptom or a challenge or a worry or something that brings you to a therapeutic process. And it's certainly fine to be solution focused and to say, yeah, you know, I want to take no longer than I need to to address this. That's completely reasonable. But it's lovely then to shift to that gear of, hold on a minute, how can I learn a little bit more about myself so that I can myself actually alleviate the need for these symptoms to be there? How can I look after myself in a way that will, you know, with the help of the therapist, can remove where possible these particular challenges or symptoms? But in a way, it can do one more than that. It can also immunize me so that I'm not having these types of difficulties as much, at least in the future. Or if I am, if it's inevitable to some degree, that I'm in a good position to be able to respond more effectively and to kind of be in the driver's seat to know something about my own mind and my own body. So what I find, you know, just in practice is when I'm working with people who have that attitude, you know, they're like, okay, well, how can I create change within me so that these types of difficulties aren't happening? They're getting more into the process rather than the goal. In those situations, they tend to get the goal much, much more quickly. Whereas somebody who's sort of saying, oh, God, I really don't want to go there. It's like going to physio and saying, oh, I really don't want to exercise. I I just want to be on the other side of this. Well, then what happens, of course, in those cases is they're not doing the physio and it mightn't have taken that long. But if they would have, they would have then been where they want to be. But usually, like with the physio example, when you start actually connecting with your body, you start enjoying it and you go, oh, this is great. It's lovely to have a relationship with myself, to be able to create positive change in my life in a number of areas, but to also enjoy the process at the same time. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.